glutamate is this excitatory neurotransmitter that can increase anxiety, lack of focus and concentration when you have too much of it. You're listening to the Integrative Medica Podcast with Dr. Jake, a licensed naturopathic doctor who will show you how to tap into your body's natural ability to heal your health issue and improve your symptoms quickly without harmful drugs or devastating surgeries. So pour some tea, get comfortable where you are, and enjoy this healing episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Owen, and I'm here with Dr. Jake, and today we're talking about big news because NAC, the supplement, has been not banned by the FDA, but certainly made available by prescription only, and this is going to affect a lot of people. Yeah, NAC is such an important product. I prescribe it a lot for my patients. It's so good for lung health, for your liver, for brain health, so it's really unfortunate that it's becoming so more so much more difficult for my patients to get. Let's kind of dive into that topic then and and talk about what is NAC in the first place and why is this sort of an important event? NAC stands for N-acetylcysteine and why it's so beneficial is it converts into a substance called glutathione, but it is an amazing substance that has a lot of antioxidant capabilities, decreases oxidative stress, It helps decrease inflammation in the lungs. It has great brain health benefits. NAC, how it works well for the lung tissue. Let's say you have like asthma or COPD or cystic fibrosis. What it does is it helps break down the mucus and makes it thinner. So you're able to cough it up so it doesn't clog up your bronchioles and your alveoli. So you're able to breathe better. And it's a great natural way to do that without having to take medication that comes with several different side effects to it. NAC just helps your body work better. It also has antioxidant and oxidative stress properties by decreasing oxidative stress. And that is like this a fancy way of oxidative stress is just a fancy term as this chronic inflammatory damage that's happening in the body. And it helps decrease that stress in the lungs, decrease the inflammation and help heal the tissue in the lungs. So if you have any type of lung disorder, it can work really well for that. It's really great for the brain too, for both psychological and increasing brain function. So there's good research on it showing that it can decrease something called glutamate in the brain. Mm -hmm. So glutamate is this excitatory neurotransmitter that can increase anxiety, lack of focus and concentration when you have too much of it. So I use it a lot for people that have ADD, ADHD, anxiety, these stimulatory psychological disorders by decreasing that glutamate production through NAC. It also can be good for depression, and other psychological disorders because when you have too much glutamate, it causes imbalances of your serotonin and dopamine and et cetera. So it's good for psychological health. It's good for the brain health. So for like Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's disease, the main reason for that is it converts into glutathione and glutathione decreases oxidative stress, which causes inflammation in the brain, which then leads to dysfunction of how the brain functions, leading to memory issues or tremors or decreased dexterity that can go along in the brain. Last thing I would like to dive into, there's a lot of things to talk about with it, but let's talk about how it is a great detoxifier. So it's really good for liver and kidney health. So it'll help eliminate all those toxins from your body, but also helps protect the liver and the kidneys when we take in all these toxins that we take in on a daily basis. And this has been available over the counter for, I mean, year, I mean I've been buying NAC for years. Is that correct? And, and so what's the situation now? Wonderful supplement. Did they ban it? Talk to us about that. 
My understanding now is it's a lot more difficult to just get it through supplement stores. You used to just be able to get it like on Amazon. You could go to your local health food store, et cetera, mm -hmm. Whole Foods, whatever. You could go there and get the NAC. Now it's going to be much more difficult to get. And I believe it's going to be more prescription only. This is just coming out. So I don't know exactly all the details on it. But that's my understanding is you will be able to prescribe it if you go to a doctor and they prescribe it, but it's going to be difficult for you just to get it on your own. Okay, so you've got this supplement here that's been available over the counter for decades. It's never caused any damage. In fact, it's this wonderfully uh, available supplement. Now it's by prescription only. Why do you think they did that? Why did the FBA take this wonderful supplement and remove it from the reach of millions of people? That is a great question. I have really no idea why they would do such a thing. It's been around a long time. It's had a great track record. The FDA has had a long time to actually study to see what type of side effects are happening from NAC. It's very gentle, very safe. It's very difficult to take too much of it and cause any problems in the body. So I really don't understand why. Probably most likely reason is it's such a great supplement and it works for so many different things. It's a uh, just competition for pharmaceutical companies. That's the only thing I could really imagine why it would be, be taken off the market. Because I see this happen with a lot of other products that get a lot of publicity and they start becoming really popular and they get taken off the, the market. Not because they're unsafe at all, just because they're popular now. So there's no history of NAC being damaging or, or causing any kind of death or illness or anything like that? I mean, some people could have an allergic reaction to some type of filler that they're taking of NAC, but a pure NAC product, no. Yeah. No, but anyone can respond poorly to any type of product on the planet and have an allergic reaction. But that's the only possibility that it does. I mean, if you take buccal amounts of it, it, it will cause some side effects, but not deadly side effects or really severe side effects. Right. So it's not like this is an emergency thing because when we saw the news that this was being sort of taken off the shelves, it was kind of like our immediate thought was, ah, there's going to be a, a new pharmaceutical products coming out that will do this better, you know, or so for the, you know, they'll say that at least with the, the NAC. But I think that the big question then is like, what do we do now? Right? So NAC is, is going to be by prescription only. Do you think that like many doctors are going to have a hard time prescribing this or do you think doctors are going to be like oh sure here's your nac thing here's your nac thing I know about nac are going to have no problem to be able to prescribe it appropriately but a lot of the doctors have no idea what nac even is or the benefits of nac okay so just to your typical medical doctor or other doctor you go to and be like hey i want some nac they're gonna be like what's nac and i don't prescribe that so why why do you want that i have something else for you why don't you take mucinex or something if you want something for your to decrease the mucus in your lungs or something like that. If you go to create a physician, another story, they're going to be able to prescribe it well for you. And they're going to know what to do and what dosage needs to be prescribed. You know, that's really fascinating to me. I mean, it's not surprising the doctor would steer you in that direction. I've, I mean, I've known about NAC since I was a kid. This has always been sort of the thing that's been around. It makes your skin feel all tingly. You know, you know, it's working. You know, because I'm one of those, I want to feel it burn. I want to feel the mouthwash burn a little bit. You know what I mean? And you feel the NAC sort of tingling and working. I want to talk about, for those who are listening that have been taking NAC, I want to talk about like what they can do now and what they should say to their doctor or should they come see a doctor like you? And and I want to talk about like, who does this affect? So you, you mentioned earlier what NAC does. What are the symptoms or the the diseases, if you will, for which you would prescribe NAC? 
Well, I would prescribe it with people with lung disorders like asthma, COPD, or cystic fibrosis. Works really well for that group. I would prescribe it for people dealing with anxiety, depression, ADD, ADHD. But you got to go to a physician before you do it for those psychological things. You got to go to someone that actually knows what they're doing there. In those diseases, you don't necessarily have high glutamate, but in many instances you do. I'll do it for brain health, people that want better memory, better mental clarity. If you're starting to get some dementia, starting to get the beginning signs of Parkinson's disease, it's a great option. If you want to increase your detoxification, let's say you have elevated liver enzymes or you have fatty liver disease, or you drink a lot of alcohol, NAC can help uh, prevent the damage from the damage to the liver or the kidneys. For someone who's taking NAC now and maybe on their, their last bottle, I know that we went, we went right to Amazon and it was off of Amazon that day down to the local health food store and they were out. Now I do have an integrative doctor over at integrativemedica.com. His name's Dr. Jake. I know that he's sort of got a few left. Can our listeners go to their integrative doctor or can they see you and get a prescription? Like how does someone who's going to lose it, what can they do right now? So let's say you have a great integrative doctor that you trust, that you have a great relationship, go to him and he should know what he's doing. And if he doesn't, us, we could do an in-person visit or we could do a virtual visit and prescribe it for you. Great. So it's not like they have to go see a medical doctor. You don't have to go to your hospital or whatever to get it, your general practitioner. No. All right. Fantastic. So then let's kind of dig into the meat of the alternatives to NAC and what we can do to stay very proactive in our health for, for not only those that might be, I, I'm sure there's people listening that are struggling with anxiety or, or struggling with some lung disorders that they didn't know about NAC. What do they do now? So I want to kind of go into glutamate and glutathione and some of those topics. But before we do that, I want to remind everybody that this is just a podcast. And although we do have a doctor on the show, we do want to insist that you uh, speak to a medical professional before uh, acting on any of the advice you hear today. That's right, Alex. If this information interesting about NAC and you want to know how to prescribe it appropriately, you should reach out to your integrative doctor or reach out to Integrative Medica and give us a call and you can set up an appointment with me or the other doctors at Integrative Medica. Great. Let's talk about first glutamate. What is it and why does it need to be remedied? Glutamate is an excitatory neurotransmitter in the brain. So we do need it. We can't function without it. It does help us in the appropriate amount levels in our brain. It helps us focus, concentrate. It helps with our mood stabilization, etc. But a lot of people have too much glutamate in their brain, especially with type of foods we eat. Like you probably heard of MSG, right? Monosodium glutamate. So it has a lot of glutamate. So wow. if you're eating a lot of Doritos, you're getting a lot of glutamate in there. And then that's going to stimulate a ton of excitatory neurotransmitter. Guess what? You're going to have ADD, ADHD, maybe anxiety, focus issues, et cetera, when you eat too much of that. What other products? Because I ate Doritos for years in Mountain Dew. Like that was how I got through college. What other products have that glutamate in it? A lot of things have MSG. Uh, some of people's favorite stuff. Let's say Hidden Valley Ranch. Wow, that's good uh -huh. stuff, right? You like to dip your pizza in it or whatever or put it on your salad. Good stuff. That has tons of MSG. That's why it tastes so good. So a lot of things that are fake or artificial or they taste really amazing, a lot of times they have a little MSG because it's a preservative, but also it's a flavor enhancer. So they love to use that. 
And Chinese food loves MSG, so that's what makes Chinese food taste so good also. That's a bummer. It's like crack. It's like, oh, yeah, you'll feel great, but it will destroy your soul. Um, you know? Take NAC, but no, I don't recommend eating those foods if, if you have these issues and then just taking NAC because that's going to overload your brain too much. You can naturally just have too much glutamate. You could be born with too much glutamate in your brain and taking NAC can help with that. Okay. So glutamate is the excitatory sort of uh, response that, that triggers ADD, like anxious type of symptoms. And then the NAC is, is a resolution to that. But are there alternatives to NAC? Like what do we do now that we don't have NAC available at the local drugstore? So not having NAC isn't the worst case scenario ever because the great benefits of NAC really is when it gets converted into glutathione. And we still have glutathione on the market, which is what I usually prescribe most of the time to get the health benefits that I want besides NAC. Now, sometimes there's certain instances I do use NAC more than glutathione, like to decrease glutamate, NAC is a little bit better than glutathione, but glutathione can still help with that production. But glutathione is my favorite uh, substance on the planet and NAC gets converted into that. So glutathione is what's going to protect your liver and your kidneys. Glutathione is what's going to what help heal, regenerate your brain and help it work better. It's a great anti-aging product because it's going to help heal everything in your body because what it does is decreases oxidative stress. This is just like I said earlier, it's a fancy term for this chronic damage and inflammation in the body. And there are so many different conditions that have oxidative stress. Cardiovascular diseases, like if you get a heart attack or you have peripheral artery disease. Diabetes has tons of oxidative stress. So diabetes causes the oxidative stress and that's what causes damage to your nerves, your eyes. That happens from having diabetes. Uh, oxidative stress can lead to poor brain function and can lead to cancer, etc. So a decrease in that oxidative stress through glutathione just helps so many different areas of the body. And that's what NAC does, but you're getting even better benefit taking just the pure glutathione in most instances. So the great alternative we have is we still have glutathione and hopefully the FDA doesn't start taking that away from us because that will really affect how well I'm able to treat my patients because I use that so much. And I do. And I, you know, I actually, because I'm in your, your office and I'm being treated for, for things and I hear so many of the patients on glutathione. You said a lot there, my head's sort of spinning and, and I want to kind of bring this down for anyone listening that maybe is kind of like, uh, what was that? You know, so let's kind of back up a little bit and talk about this glutathione. You said it's a molecule. What, what is that exactly? Glutathione is three amino acids that are attached to each other. It's what our body uses to detoxify. Our cells make it to clean out our body. It's what it's our natural antioxidant. So we, we think about blueberries or acai. They're really high in antioxidants. Nothing's as strong as glutathione. So if you're taking glutathione, that's much more potent. I'm not saying you shouldn't eat those foods. They're really good and great, but it's going to decrease those an antioxidants it's going to increase antioxidant, decrease that oxidative stress, which leads to various health disorders like I discussed. And I use it so much because it helps with so many different conditions. And one of the main reasons I love it is it helps heal the mitochondria. Mm -hmm. Mitochondria are these little working engines inside our cells, and it makes our cells work. And there are so many things that damage our mitochondria. Chronic viral infections can lead to that. Environmental toxins can lead to that. Herbicides, pesticides bad air quality, et cetera, cause damage to our mitochondria. And then we feel tired, lethargic, weak, not able to work out as long. Our brains don't work as well, et cetera. 
and glutathione helps heal up the mitochondria. So that's why I use it so much in my office is because so many people have mitochondrial disruption and oxidative stress. So I use it in probably 85% of my patients that I see in my office because it does so many different things. NAC, I largely think of as a pill. How are your patients receiving glutathione? Glutathione, you can take as a pill. My recommendation is taking a liposomal glutathione because glutathione is three amino acids. You put it in your stomach, your stomach is made to break down amino acids. It breaks down protein, right? So it's going to break down that glutathione. But if you put it in a liposomal form, it helps decrease that and helps it get absorbed more in what's called your lacteals and kind of bypass your digestion a little bit, able to get great absorption of that. Really, the best way to get glutathione and get really strong effects of glutathione is doing it IV. It's the best way to do glutathione. If I'm treating like someone with really chronic disease, I'm usually doing oral and IV. Talk about what the IV looks like. I mean, is it just a standard bag of something that goes into your vein? Is there like a blood draw that needs to go back into the bag? Like, how does all that work? Glutathione is a, usually I push it in my office. I like to do a nutrient bag beforehand because glutathione okay. has certain precursors and we can recycle it when we put a nutrient bag before that. So we're able to get greater benefit and longer duration of glutathione when we do that. So there are offices that are doing just pure glutathione, but you're not getting as big of a ump when you don't put nutrients before it, but then we push it straight in the vein and you get all the great benefits that we discussed when we do that. Is that Is like that a 45 minute drip, an hour drip, something like that? If we're just doing glutathione, it will take five to 10 minutes. Oh, really? Like I said, I usually like to do a nutrient trip, which then it takes an hour and a half when we do that. Got it. Got it. Got it. So it's like laying the foundation first and then applying the medicine. What about side effects? Are there major side effects that we'll notice with glutathione? Now, some people might have side effects if they have lack of certain enzyme or their liver gets clogged up a little bit. People that have like sulfur allergies, I kind of look at that and they're really allergic to sulfites. Glutathione has sulfur in it. It can be, can increase allergic reactions or cause some poor reactions for that group, which is a small group of people, but it can not be good for them. I mean, someone could have an allergic reaction to glutathione. So that's a potential side effect, but it's very rare. Like I said, I do this all the time with my patients. It's extremely rare that I see that people don't respond well to glutathione. Is there like an immediate benefit or is it something that you've got to do for two weeks, three weeks before it really gets into your system and you start to feel the effects of it? Yeah, I mean, I do have some people that notice it quite quickly and feel really great and they feel a lot of mental clarity just within a couple hours or during the IV and more energetic. But typically, if someone's dealing with a chronic illness, which is what I usually treat people dealing with a lot of really bad stuff, and it usually takes probably about three, four weeks to start noticing the benefit that it's doing because it's, it's healing the body, but you're just not noticing the symptom improvement until it gets to a certain pound of, point of healing. Yeah, there's a lot that it has to sort of undo first. This is really great stuff. You, you mentioned mitochondrial damage, and as a, a cancer patient myself, you know, like the mitochondria is everything because I believe as, as I think you do, along with the Dr. Seyfried and Diagostino, that cancer is a mitochondrial disease. Can glutathione be taken like preventatively for mitochondrial health, you know, just for anybody like you don't have cancer and you don't want it? Yeah, I personally take it as a anti-aging product. I don't take it all the time. I cycle it. I take it for like three months. I take about a three-month break. I take it for three months to help with the anti-aging aspects, but also can be a great anti-cancer benefit. 
it's not the only thing to do, but it is something great to do to help decrease getting cancer for sure or other chronic illnesses. Like if you have diabetes or you have cardiovascular disease, which is a huge population group, you need to be taking glutathione. Wow. I missed it. Is that prescription only or is that something that, that's over the counter? I would assume the IV is something you got to come into the doctor's office for. Yeah, the prescription only for IV, obviously, but you can still get glutathione over the counter. Like a, you don't have to get a prescription at this time, just like you used to be able to get NAC. You can get glutathione at the moment. You don't have to do a prescription. You could get it at your local health food store, online, etc. And that you would recommend the liposomal. Liposomal is my favorite form. If you can't do that and it's more expensive, you just take a little higher doses of the non-liposomal to try to get the same benefit. As a naturopathic medical doctor yourself, you've gone through a lot of school. You've helped a lot of patients. Can you share an example or a story of a patient that is sort of a best case scenario with glutathione in terms of um, experiencing the results from it, like the before and after that they experienced? There's thousands of people I could probably bring up in my mind. I don't remember them all, but one that just quickly comes into my mind just when you're saying that is a patient of mine that was 60 years old. He had multiple sclerosis and we started doing multiple things, but one of the big things we did was glutathione oral and IV glutathione for him. And after about two or three months, his symptoms had greatly improved his muscle rigidity, his feeling, his mental clarity, his coordination, all improved when we were doing glutathione treatments for him. Now, as we sort of wind down the episode, Dr. Jake, you had mentioned earlier about diabetes and insulin sensitivity and, and glutathione. Talk to us a little bit more about that. So glutathione can be really good for increasing insulin sensitivity to the cell. So that's type 2 diabetes. So when you have type 2 diabetes, insulin doesn't bind to the receptors on your cells very well. And that's why you're not able to get sugar in your cells very well. And it hangs out in your bloodstream and wrecks havoc throughout your body. Glutathione mm -hmm. can increase that sensitivity of your cells to insulin and improve your blood sugar regulation when we do that. It's not decreasing blood sugar, it's improving your cellular function and improving your insulin is able to attach to those cells better and get that sugar inside your cells. So it's really great there. It also is really great on decreasing the damage that happens from high blood sugar High blood sugar causes this chronic inflammatory process, this oxidative stress that we have been talking about. Taking glutathione can decrease that, so help prevent some of the eye disorders or neuropathies or other bad symptoms that could come from uh, having high blood sugar from diabetes. Fantastic. That's all of our time today. So we really appreciate you spending time with us. And for those of you listening, if you are in a place where you are going to lose your NAC or you want to learn more about glutathione, go to integrativemedica.com and set up a virtual appointment with Dr. Jake or one of his other doctors as soon as you can. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and join us again next week. Thanks. See you guys. Hey, Dr. Jake, thank you for your time today. And if you enjoyed the show, then do us a favor and leave a review. It helps more people to find the show, which could save their life. And remember, this is a podcast and should not replace personalized attention from a medical professional like Dr. Jake. If you or someone you know has been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, cancer of any stage, or a life-changing illness, visit our website today and schedule a virtual appointment with one of our doctors who can lead you to a treatment plan in your area. 
That's integrativemedica.com. Integrative, M-E-D-I-C-A.com. Thank you for listening to the Integrative Medica podcast with Dr. Jake. To hear past episodes and get alerts for the future, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform and be sure to follow us on YouTube as well. Just search for Integrative Medica with Dr. Jake.